Hello, my name is Aiden, and welcome to Songs That Changed You for another week. I hope you've been well. I have not. <laughs> nothing dramatic, just a bit sick with sick children. And nothing helps you quicker down that road to recovery than having to look after children while sick. Oh, the worst. Anyway, today on the podcast, Emma Mullings. Not only has Emma done it all, she's also been through it all, and you're going to hear all about it on the podcast today. If this is a conversation that you can relate to and you get something out of, please let me know. I love hearing which episodes affect people. Um, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or you can always email me. My address and details are at the end of the episode. <laughs> Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Well, it's time to talk music once again. Songs that changed you, where I invite a guest on to discuss a song that has had an impact on their life. And today. This is a giant resume that I need to just take a big breath in. Uh, mother of four, wife, pastor, podcaster, and singer. Have I left anything off, uh, Emma Mullins? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You did well. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> You've pretty much dabbled in everything over the years. I have dabbled in everything over the years. I'm not doing. I'm not doing much TV anymore. We have moved to America yep. um, and planted the church. So um, that has been all-consuming in a wonderful way. So uh, <laughs> for those that don't know the Emma Mullins story, you've spent a lot of time in Australia, but you're over in Florida at the moment. Yes, I am Australian, born and raised. So is my husband, actually. I was born in um, Ipswich, <laughs> okay. country Australia. Yep. And I was born in Wagga Wagga. Um, but yes, we moved in 2019 to uh, Miami, Florida to plant History Makers Church. And why Florida? Other than God, um, like, was there a reason particularly? I know, it's completely random. Honestly, it is just God. There is really no other way to explain it. Everyone thought we were completely insane and possibly we are a little. But you kind of have to be to move to another country and start a church, right? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, it's hard to say this really quickly. Let me try and give you like a 30-second version. So it, there was a, just a lot of big decisions to be made and my husband terence he went on a 40 day fast just to seek god for like what is what is the next season and um after this fast he he came back he said it's south florida i'm like what <laughs> um so we were like we, you know how there was a list of things like that wasn't on the list sure. so basically he was certain god had given him the place and so i said well i need to hear from god myself <laughs> So um, I said, I've never even been there. I need to put my feet on the ground because I I know church planting is hard. And trust me, you want me running to God, not you. So uh, let me hear from God myself. So we came in 2015. We had two kids at the time. And I honestly, I knew, I knew day two. I just knew that this is where God had called us. My prayer, even as the plane was coming down, I was like, all right, God, give me your heart for the people. Let me feel the weight you feel for this city. Let me feel what you feel because that is going to be my motivation. And he did. And I just, I just knew this is where God had called us. 
That's awesome. Well, Emma, let's talk about this song you have chosen. What song has changed your life in some way? So the song I chose is actually called Held by Natalie Grant. It's an older song, but when you said to me, what song has changed your life or what what has impacted you? And this is the first song that I just thought of. This is what it means to be held. How it feels when the sacred is torn from your life and you survive. It's just, it's profound. It's a song, when I heard it, I thought, because I'm a songwriter, I was like, I wish I'd written that. Like... <laughs> That's a good sign, yeah. I wish I'd written that song. Okay, so this song came out in 2005. It's on her uh, yeah, Awakening album. Yeah, it's an older album. song. I was, impressed. I was impressed that you knew it, actually. <laughs> well, th- this was kind of her breakthrough album. This She had a couple before this, but this was the one that sort of shot her to, to mind for a, a lot of people, and, and this was one of the big ones from that album. Tell me about your life when you first heard this song. So my life story, I don't know. Do you know my life story? It's pretty messy. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a long story. Do you want the bullet points? You share as much as you feel uh, led to, Okay, Emma. Is that, that might help you understand this song, how, why this song um, was so profound to me. So I am a pastor's kid, but I left church when I was 14. I had a lot of trauma growing up. My mom passed away. When I was four years old, my oldest sister had already passed away. My younger sister severely brain damaged. Um, growing up in church, there was sexual abuse in the church. I was just like, listen, I'm like, I know God and he's got his favorites and I'm just not one of them. And I was like, hmm. when I was 14, that's how old you have to be to get a job at McDonald's, by the way. So when I was 14 and nine months, I got a job at McDonald's working Sundays and I'm like, peace out, y'all. And I was like, I am never li- coming back again. Like I deconstructed constructed the whole church before deconstruction was even a thing. <laughs> Left at 14, vowing never to return again. I was extremely cynical, angry, like I was probably the most terrible 14-year-old you could meet. Um, but just in complete trauma, right, from just sure. so many things. And also very confused about the things of God because I'm like, I know God's real. Like I'd seen signs, wonders, miracles from when I was a little girl. Like I knew God was real. So I'm like, well, so why why does this happen? Like, why did these things happen? And why to me and my family, when my dad is the one that has given his life to build your church? Like, I just didn't understand. Yeah. I came back into relationship with Jesus at 22 years old. So I was away from God for many, many years and got involved in many, many, many different things. And when I came back to God, you know, my biggest question was just why? I went on a whole journey to really, um, I guess, find the answers and, you know, his his peace that surpasses understanding, like it surpasses understanding. So I think what I discovered on my journey is like, if I really want that peace, like I need to give up my right to understand sure. <laughs> and just trust like his word says his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts are higher. So I'm actually not going to understand everything on this side of heaven, but I need to be okay with that. And just know, as long as I know the heart of God, like I know God is good. I just know God is good. And maybe when I get to heaven, I'll have some answers, but maybe I won't even care anymore because I'm standing in front of my, my creator. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this song, I mean, it talks about, I guess, just that profound wrestle of grief. It's like grief is like trying to remember and trying to let go all at the same time. And it's like, okay, so where is God right now? And things just sometimes don't make sense. But the whole song talks about, well, that's when you're just, you're held by God. Like you're, he just holds you. 
you're in grief, you're in mourning, you're confused, you're angry, but this is what it means to be held. It's like, okay, but you're still here. Yep. Like you still have breath in your lungs. Like you woke up today. So God still has something for you to do and still has some kind of plan for your life. And that's what it is to be held. Natalie breaks down like different scenarios, but which were just so real to me. I guess having lost one sister and my other sister just severely disabled, having lost my mom, it's like, okay, but this is what it means to be held. Like I'm held by God. Like I'm still here. So instead of having the perspective of like, this is a mess and everything sucks and life is just not fair. And why did this happen to to me? Instead, it's like, well, you know what? Out of three women in my family, like actually I am the only one who can speak, who can sing, who can write songs, like has strength in my body, clarity in my mind. Like actually I get to represent them all as I run this race. So I'm not going to bow out now. Like I actually get to be alive and I get to do this. So it just really helps shift my perspective and everything's not going to be fixed, but you know, the peace starts on the inside. There's um. A lot there to unpack. Um, thank you very much for, for sharing all of that. You're like, I don't know what to do with all of that. <laughs> no, I I want to bring sensitivity. I want to I want to ask questions and things. But I but there was there was a lot there. So I'm just just ga- gathering thoughts. Okay, don't worry. Um, well, look, the song. Um, a lot of people have different meanings that they've pulled from it from reading online comments and things. Uh, there's people that are adamantly arguing that it's about AIDS in Africa. And there's other people that are adamantly arguing about the fact that it's a, it's a woman that's lost a child at, at two months old and things. And I think, like you said, each verse sort of picks apart different parts. So people can get their own meaning, but it's clear that it's about loss. It's about grief. So yeah, with your background that you've gone through, like it's no wonder that this song really spoke to you. I think that's why it's so beautiful because it's like whatever you are facing, Mm. like it's relevant to you. Like you can, it just speaks to the core of your very being and speaks to your situation. I think that that's a well-written song. You're writing songs and releasing music. Obviously you think about the words in, you know, in a big way, but for it to impact somebody else's life, is that always the aim that you're releasing music going, I hope this speaks to someone in the same way that a song like this spoke to me? Yeah, I feel like that's, I honestly, I feel like that's my wrestle with songwriting because lyrics are so important to me, like so important. And I probably overthink them a little bit. And there's always a wrestle between like, this is what I want to say, but it doesn't rhyme. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just like tweaking the song because, um, you know, I love catchy melodies. I like songs that get stuck in people's head, as you probably figured when you listen to some of my music. lyrics are always so important to me and I think anyone who songwrites with me probably finds that element painful they're like okay Emma's gonna like read over these lyrics and process them for three weeks now (laughs) it's important because lyrics get stuck in people's heads so I want them singing the right things yeah but as well as catchy you're also somebody that's pretty honest with your lyrics Uh, you know, I've been healed to bring healing to others. And I feel like if I am open with my story, God will use what was my pain to help others find purpose as they journey through theirs. 
And it's like nothing about our life is wasted. God somehow finds a way to use it all. Romans 8, 28, he works all things together for good. And I that has been so true in my life. So I feel like I've been healed to help bring healing to others. So I personally don't hold back anymore. I certainly did um, in previous seasons, but I think now, um, now I'm just... I'm free and it's like, I want y'all to be free too. So let me tell you how he did it for me. Um, so it's something I'm super passionate about. And um, yeah, so I personally don't hold back, but I wasn't always at this place. Like, you know, it took me a little while to get here. Healing is a journey and sometimes there's layers um, and there's seasons. But um, yeah, I feel like if I can help someone else, it's all worth it. You've definitely um, become uh, just just hearing you say y'all like very American. Uh, <laughs> you, you've become American. I'm so sorry. Do you know what? I feel like some of my Australian friends are just so disappointed in me. <laughs> but <laughs> it saves time. It's technically two words in one. Sure. So there you go. I'm sufficient. That's all. <laughs> Emma, thank you so much for for being so vulnerable and sharing so much of your story with us and how this song has impacted you. We are going to play it for everyone now, and I would hope that people can listen to the lyrics and, and get that same sort of encouragement that you got almost 20 years ago uh, from hearing this song. Emma, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Two months is too little They let him go They had no sudden healing To think that providence would Take a child from his mother while she prays is appalling. Who told us we'd be rescued? What has changed and why should we be saved from nightmares? We're asking why this happens to us who have died to live. It's unfair. This is what it means to be held How it feels when the sacred is torn from life And you survive This is what it is to be loved And to know that the promise was
This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe you have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidang at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.